Welcome to the Consciouspreneur Podcast, where we discuss and apply the principles of mindset, leadership, and business building strategies that align with our purpose, honor the people we work with, and generate a sustainable profit. Welcome to the first edition of the Consciouspreneur Podcast. It is a mouthful, but I believe me, it's worth it. And by the end of this conversation today, my intention, our intention, is that you agree with us 100%. So thank you for being here. We're excited uh, about what we have to share with you today. And so let's start with introducing Monica Edwards. For those of you who have been following my podcast, you would remember Monica. She interviewed me back in September um, when I was sharing my story. And I I can't tell you all how grateful I am that Monica is uh, has agreed to join me on this uh, consciouspreneur path. And it's not my path now, it's our path. And um, it, it's been an absolutely exciting first three months as this planning process has been coming together. Monica, I, I'm so excited to have you here. I can't tell you how excited I am, Mary. Um, and the energy that is surrounding this entire project, it is just blowing up and in the most incredible way because people are getting behind it and they believe in it. And we've got so many things to share with the community. And the energy, is, it's mind-blowing, which who doesn't want to be about around mind-blowing, incredible, good, yummy energy, right? I know. I just got the chills. So let's... I'm blessed. <laughs> we both are. We both are. So let's start with um, what is a consciouspreneur? Obviously, it's a made-up word, but um, it, yes. it it's generated from the literature that we have found on this movement for conscious entrepreneurship. And I'm going to tell a little story about how I found this, and Monica's a part of this story. Um, I... I was a kind of, I was a little struggling with, I have mindset, I have leadership, I have business systems. How does this all fit together? Who am I really talking to? And, um, and I was, I knew that there was something I didn't want to do, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And so Monica and we have another friend, Jeff, that you all are going to get to meet um, as well. Um, we were meeting together. We meet every week and I was sharing this inspiration. Like I want to create a magazine for this audience and I don't know who this audience is. And so we Googled conscious entrepreneur and discovered this entire movement that is all about aligned perfectly with my values. Monica, I think you would agree. Oh, I remember the day. Yes. Yeah. Well, tell me about your, what you remember from that story. I, well, I just remember as we Googled it and then you came up with the idea, just the excitement that the three of us had around it. Um, and, and it all resonated because I don't think we had the language to describe what we do. And then the term that you coined, the consciouspreneur, describes it. So, so should we tell them what the definition is, how we define consciouspreneur? Yes. All right on. So, and we can add on to this. Yeah. Right on. So going off of my, just my initial thoughts, the consciouspreneur, when we define it, it is a business person, entrepreneur, someone who owns a business, runs business, right? Uh, they are leaders within their community. 
They want to have an impact on the world uh, and especially the people they serve. And they care deeply about the people within their organization and the people they serve. And they also, so they want to do that while they're making a profit. And this next key to that is they know that personal growth and development is key to them being the leader they were created to be and to be able to pour into their people, to grow them personally and professionally. Personal development is, um, I, I just think it's a really key component. What would you add to that, Mary? You know, I, I, I guess I would just sum up. I think about the values as, you know, I want my business, I want to make the world a better place through my business. As you say, I care about my people and I want to make a profit. And, but what comes to my mind next is, well, what's the contrast? Who's not the conscious entrepreneur? Mm. And, you know, I've, yes. I've been kind of looking around, like, how do I define this? Because obviously I'm biased, right? This, this is my, these are my people. This is my tribe. And so, you know, we start to get into that kind of us and them. And, and I want to avoid the us and them, but yet I want to also describe how one might be different than the other. Um, so I, I say that. And I think we ultimately... We ultimately want to get the them over to the us so that we're one cohesive group. Yeah, if, that, if that's what they want. So uh, the, the contrast to this, sure. I think, is um, the contrast is a transactional business owner. So mm-hmm. the transactional business owner is going out there looking for that next sale, looking for that next deal. And uh, they they see their business as outside of themselves rather than as an extension of themselves. And it's almost an old way of doing business. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that, that, and and I think that, you know, I think about people who were doing business in the seventies, eighties, nineties, and the two thousands. And even in the teens, right. They, that's what they were taught to do. They were taught that, first of all, we compartmentalize our life, right? We've got our personal life, we've got our, our business life, and, yeah. and then maybe we have a social life. And what I think we're all finding is that we're not compartmental. Human beings do not compartmentalize. We are, we are one wherever we are. So I, I'm a business owner as a, and a wife and a friend and a daughter and all of these kinds of things all at the same time. Um, so we recognize that we're not separate from our business, which then go leans into that whole piece about, uh, you know, the, you know, your business grows to the extent that you do, which is going back to your point about professional development or per, excuse me, personal development is at the core, the core value of a conscious entrepreneur. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, wondering which camp that you might feel like you belong to and there's no judgment doesn't matter but um what we are going to be speaking to is that conscious entrepreneur that shares these values believes in personal development um and knows that the their business grows to the extent that they do um and absolutely it's just i don't i don't know i like i i i am so passionate about this because I was telling someone else earlier today, when I was an undergrad, 
uh, going into teaching, I knew that leadership was in my future. Like that's where I ultimately wanted to be was a leader because as, as much as I expected that I was going to have good impacts in the classroom, I didn't want to limit my impact just to the students in my classroom. And then when I got to be a building level administrator, I didn't want to just limit my impact to that building. I wanted to extend it to the whole district. Um, and, and now as a, a business leader coach, I, I feel like it's such a gift to be able to serve those leaders who are making the world a better place through their business, caring for their people, creating cultures where their team members feel valued and they show up giving more than what they're being asked for. That's, that's the world that I yes, want to that. help create. And doesn't that go back to the saying is be the kind of leader that people will follow even if they didn't have to? Yes, exactly. Right? That they would follow you. They will do anything um, because they're part of a culture, part of a team where there really is a team and people care deeply about them as opposed to what have you done for me lately? Right? Where are the numbers? Browbeating. Um, you know, we've all experienced the browbeating older ways of doing business is making people feel bad about themselves when they didn't meet numbers and, and things like that. And don't get me wrong, numbers can be important, but I fully believe that if we put people first and, and we work on ourselves to be that leader that, that, that um, they would follow if they didn't have to, and you pour into them in their own development, the, the numbers will follow. Right. Right. The numbers will follow easily and effortlessly. You know, that reminds me of um, when I was doing my dissertation, the one thing I remember from my dissertation that has stuck with me the whole time is uh, the research that I had found um, Leithwood et al. in 2004. Um, And it was the three responsibilities of a leader. And it was to set the vision, to develop your people, and make your systems work. That's Mary's yeah. version of those three. But that's what they're talking about. And I think that aligns perfectly what, what we're talking about here. Showing that, that conscious entrepreneur who wants to make the world a better place. They have a vision. Helping them develop that vision so that and communicate it to their team so they enroll their team members in the vision. They're not just hiring on to do bookkeeping or, or marketing or whatever you're hiring them on to do. You're enrolling them in your vision. Right. And then you're going to um, help them develop so that they are contributing to this vision more than they did on, or they were capable of the day you, you met them and the day they started with you. And then making the systems work, obviously we got to come back. We, we got to do put those systems in place so that our, our business functions um, smoothly. But I think that's at the core of leadership. And I think that's at the core of the conscious preneur. I would agree. And there's something we've talked about before, Mary, about pain points, the pain points of the consciouspreneur. Maybe they don't know they're a consciouspreneur, but there's pain points that would indicate. Do you want to, let's, let's talk to the readers about those. Can you start us off with that? I can, you know, and this was kind of um, really the pain point that I first recognized when I first started this podcast as the inflow with soul. And I was working with, at the time, a lot of women entrepreneurs And um, they were struggling because the emphasis on numbers and actions and doing just never felt 
right to them. It felt like, as you were saying, that somebody else was making them wrong and whether they did it or didn't do it or, or whatever. And so my, the clients were coming to me feeling like they were somehow doing something wrong. And they had also yes. um, assumed, you know, there were the stories that they were telling themselves is that, well, if this person, you know, is, is coming down on me because I don't have my numbers, well, that must mean that I'm not good at this, that I shouldn't be doing this. And so the first podcast was really about that is a made up story, right? I'm, I'm going to yeah. get more colorful here. That is a bullshit story. Because, <laughs> and I understand it. I've uh, that story uh, that has played in my head as well. So I'm I'm familiar with that story, and I know that it's not true. And so the first podcast here that we were doing was to the purpose was to share that every entrepreneur has struggles, every single one of us, um, and we need to care for ourselves. And so now in this iteration of the podcast, as we're evolving. It's um, not just speaking to the women entrepreneurs, it's men and women who consider themselves to be conscious entrepreneurs. Um, And it's still that whole concept about mindset. My own personal development leads to the development of my business. Um, And self-care can never be taken out of the conversation because we just can't, we simply cannot show up the way we want to show up if we're not caring for ourselves. What would you add to that? That is so very true. Yeah, I think what I would add, um, because you hit it spot on, Mary, um, and when people don't feel aligned, then they start questioning not only their worth, but what's their role and what's my purpose and what am I doing here? Um, And it doesn't lend them to show up in the best version of themselves of what they're fully capable of. And if we don't put self-care and mindfulness into it, here's what I see. I see burnout. I see relationships failing. I see finances failing. All the wheels start falling off the bus if we're not addressing the people as whole people, right? So if you know that someone, and I tell my clients that as well, if uh, we've got to keep the marital wheels on the bus. I don't want you having a successful business and then divorced or the kids are running amok and, and we've not paid attention to them. I think em- employees and coaches alike need to talk to the, every aspect of the person to make sure that they're whole and complete and and they're thriving in all areas. You ignore it and then we all start coming off the bus. That's a problem. I love that. And, and when I hear you talk about, you know, the consequences of this, uh, you know, losing relationships, our health takes a hit, our finances take a hit. Not only are those all each individually painful, they're, individually compounding. If, if you have more than one of those at any time, it's even worse. But I think the biggest pain yeah. of all of that is not being able to realize the impact that you want to make on other people, right? So yes. you're, you're, you're paying mm. an enormous cost for not even being able to leave, leave, excuse me, live your purpose and to make mm. that impact that you're here to do. Like, I believe we all are here to make an impact on one another. And if we're building a business around this, wanting to make this impact, it's, I don't know. I I just, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a divine um, assignment. 
It's a divine assignment. Yeah, it, it, it totally is. It totally is. Um, and what you just made me think of, it not only applies to the leaders within the organization and the people, but the clients they serve, the people they serve. You know, so I coach a, a lot of different businesses and a lot of realtors. And when they're, when we're pouring into them, right, into their personal growth and development, they're pouring into their teams and their people. Well, guess what? They can also pour into their clients, right? I don't think that it stops within the organization. And then you speak to people, you know, like Bob Berg of The Go-Giver that we just interviewed for one of the issues here. Um, it's about giving more value than you charge. And so what if that applied within your organization, right? Giving the value and outside of your organization. You know, I, I want to pick up on that topic of, of giving value because I think that we probably, every business owner has heard you've got to give value right before you can get the sale. Yes. Um, and, and I think this is where mindset comes into play, right? So I can be out there with the intention of giving value um, because I want something back from you. I'm going to give you this because then ultimately really what I'm doing is I'm asking you for something in return. Or I can be that giver. I can just give. I'm going to give to you. Yes. I'm going to give to you. I'm going to give to you. None of you may be giving me anything back for this, but I'm not just giving to you. We're all connected, right? We're all connected. So yes. when, I, when yes. I give to somebody, something is going to come back to me. It's just going to happen. It's not something we have to make happen. It's not something we have to hope for or wish for. It is absolutely going to happen. So I think that, again, it's it, intention around the, the values of the consciouspreneur, and not only the intentions, but then how we do our work um, is driven by that intention. So, so when yeah. I've worked with clients who have said, you know, when, when they don't want to make a phone call because, you know, going back to real estate agents, do you or anyone you know have a real estate need? I said, you know, honestly, to my uh, clients, I would say if you ever called me and said that, I'm hanging up on you because you're not offering me any yeah, kind of value same. at all. So I worked with them to say, yeah. so you sell real estate, but what are you doing for your client? What is the outcome? Um, and, you know, they come back with, well, I help them, you know, families find, um, build um, financial stability. Or, you know, I help investors build their portfolios. You know, it's what is the result that your clients get or your customers um, get as a result of working with you? Um, that's the value. Yes, Mary. And I think it's, if we back it all the way up, it's a mindset shift going from, because in business, we used to be taught, what can I get from this person, from this client, right? Can I get payment? Can I get something? When you change your mindset from what can I get to what can I give, right? And then give, just give freely. It Like you said, it will come back, but we've got to make that first mindset shift um, on what can I give versus what can I get. You know, and I think that, so I'm I'm hearing this from the lens of my own framework, right? And I would mm -hmm. say that I can be at times generous to a fault. And I think when I'm being generous to a fault, what that really means is I'm just giving and I'm hoping that it comes back, right? I'm, I'm acting from a space of scarcity. 
when I'm generous from a, mm-hmm. with a fault. Okay. But if I'm generous yeah. with an open heart, then, then it's coming from a place of abundance. And so as if you're listening to this and, right. and you're thinking about, right, I just give, give, give all the time. Are you giving just from that space of scarcity? Just they, they told me it's going to come back. They told me it's going to come back. Right. Or are you given from that space of an open heart, abundance? I have more to give. Like it costs me nothing to give this. And it's again, going back to that divine assignment. This is what I'm here to do. Um, and when you're, you're giving from that space, it's magical. And maybe, you know, some yeah. people are I mean, you know, comfortable with magic, but it's real. <laughs> Yeah, it is. And we haven't spoke about that, but our, our purpose, our divine assignment, you know, that goes back to, um, I think every consciouspreneur needs to be working on and thinking about what is their divine assignment? Why are they here? Because there is nobody like you, and I'll use you as an example, Mary, there's, there's people who they have some of your same gifts, but not all of your same gifts. You were created uniquely. And there's people that have some of the things that you care to poops about, right? Some passions that you have on your heart, but nobody's got all those same passions. When you combine that, the things that you're good at and the things you care about, either because they've been placed on your heart or because of your experiences, nobody on this planet matches that. And I think that leads to your divine purpose. And that pours into the consciouspreneur. And are you living that out through your business? That's powerful. It is. You know, and, and again, I think that sometimes uh, we may have bought the story that the only way we can change the world is, you know, doing nonprofits or volunteering. And those, those are great avenues, but you can change the world through your business and make money while you're doing it. Yes. It does not diminish the impact yeah. in any way. In fact, it, it, it can expand the impact because money is, is a, a, a resource that can bring more to you. It's energy. Right. The more energy you have and and use that again from a space of abundance, you can compound that um, that that cash, that money in the very same way that we've been talking about in terms of energy and giving and, and receiving. Yeah. And I don't care if it's a window washing business, a dog sitting business, or if it's a high tech company or a coaching business. I think this all applies. It's in the how you do business, how you're growing personally and what you're giving. Um, Because there's personal touches and it's not just another window that you're cleaning, right? You're, You're doing something for somebody and you can bring value in so many different ways. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think I really realized this when I um, was working on some some marketing. And and what is the problem that you solve? What are the benefits that that you get your clients to? And starting with that idea of what is the problem that we solve? If we are not solving a problem, we do not have a business. I remember one of my early podcast guests said, if you are not solving a problem for your clients, you have a hobby, you do not have a business. And that has really... Oh, that's a powerful statement, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. If you are not solving a problem for someone, you have a hobby, not a business. And we're talking about solving problems for people as a way of giving. You know, you mentioned dog walkers. There's a need for dog walkers, right? You're, 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 yeah. that's, that's something that we leverage out. 
if I had dogs and we don't have any at the moment, but that would be something that I would see as a resource that I would need that would give me the opportunity to do my business, which is changing the world. So they're helping me change the world by walking my dogs. So yeah, washing windows. My mom loves clean windows. And, you know, if, if she had someone who was cleaning her windows and, and cared as, as much about the clean window as she does, you are making her day, her week, because she appreciates Absolutely. the sunshine and everything that she sees through these clean windows. So I love it that you give these examples of, you know, businesses that people might see as more transactional and not really impactful. They are impactful if you're solving a problem for somebody. Absolutely. And I think you can pour into your clients, whether you're washing windows or walking dogs um, with either small trinkets, uh, notes of appreciation, handwritten cards. Yes. Who doesn't like to get a handwritten card in the mail? It's like a lost art. I encourage people to do two a day because the feeling you get when you open that mailbox and there's something that is written on the outside handwritten addressed envelope and you open it up and realize that somebody in your bubble has taken the time to say i see you i recognize you i i loved um hearing your laughter uh when you answered the door you made my day you just never know and i think it's important to be in the way for yeah, good things to absolutely. happen absolutely Absolutely. So I I hope what we are we've done here is at least define like the values that um, the conscious entrepreneur operates from. And again, it's you know making a uh, a difference through through your business, caring deeply about your people. Um, We haven't talked much about that, but we will in future um, conversations. Um, And it's about making the profit. And um, again, we'll have more yeah, more people contributing on on how to do all of, all of those things as well. So I want the listener to hear that these are the values that that define the conscious entrepreneur. And as you said earlier, the piece I think that ties all of that together is that belief and commitment to personal development. And that carries on the personal development uh, is a uh, pours into leadership. Leadership is a natural extension of the personal development, right? And then the third aspect of what we focus on. So the first one's personal development, leadership, um, right? Having the clarity of purpose and vision, clarity of expectations, collectively monitoring the progress and adjusting accordingly, but also making the systems work, determining the most appropriate systems for your business. Um, and and even through your vendors, you can pour in and make an impact. It just depends on how you show up, right? They walk in the door. Do you show up with a scowl on your face and ruin the poor delivery guy's day because your package was late, right? Or do you, if you see they're stressed, do you pour into them and go in the back and get them a bottle of water and, and tell them to have a rocking day and, and give them a compliment? You can impact anybody you come in touch with. And it's either negatively or positively. You get to choose every day that you wake up. Oh, I love that that concept about being able to choose. I think, you know, one of the things that gets us yeah. stuck, whenever I feel stuck, it's because I have decided that I have no choice in the matter. And that's hardly ever true. Yes. That is hardly ever true. <laughs> 
You know what, Mary, it's so true. And anytime we have any type of negative thought, here's what we should all be doing is write down the negative thought, ask yourself what you want instead, cross off the negative thought, because the truth is there are billions and billions and billions of pieces of information out there every day. You and I can only focus focus on 40 bits of information at any point in time. So it's like taking a little microscope. Do I want to look at this and say, oh my God, that person, the package was late and it ruined my day? Or do we want to look at this and say, man, you look great today and your energy is awesome and don't worry about it being late. I don't care because I want to focus on the person you are and the energy you bring into my business when you come in, right? We get to choose the 40 bits. So if we have a thought that we don't like, what are the 40 bits we're looking at? Cross off what you don't want and decide what you want and focus on that 40 bits. It's a choice. It is. And I, I, I love it that you're talking about something so simple as what is it that you do want? Because I think we, we kind of get caught up in this uh, default pattern of just looking around saying, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like that. And we're not really thinking about what we do want. So just, yeah. you know, kind of like we've been talking all along, if you keep focusing on what you don't want, guess what you're going to yes, get? what you're going to get. That's right. That's right. <laughs> more of that stuff you don't want. You're going to get more. <laughs> yeah. So what else should we bring up before we tell them about, um, you know, the kind of experts we're bringing in and the community and stuff like that? What else do we need to talk about before we go there? You know, I think I think I feel really good, and I hope the listeners uh, feel complete. Again, what my intention was for uh, this conversation is that uh, if you recognize yourself as a as a conscious entrepreneur, I I would love it if you would start defining yourself as a conscious entrepreneur. Our identity is at the core of everything that we do, and. Stay with us because we're going to continue to give you more content all around these topics that we've been talking today around Mm -hmm. mindset, around leadership, and about making your systems work. We're here to pour into you. But in order for you to be able to really receive what we have to offer, I want, I think it's necessary for you to say, yes, I am a conscious entrepreneur and this is how I want to lead my life. This is how I want to lead my business. And maybe not even saying I am yet. What about the ones that aren't sure, right? I'm interested in being is it could be a first step. If they're not sure, but but our talk about personal development and choosing what you focus on and just being a good, decent, awesome human being, then maybe you are a conscious entrepreneur and you just don't know it yet. So if we've piqued your interest, start questioning that and saying, maybe I am a conscious entrepreneur and start using that word. And maybe you know somebody who is. Tell them about this and stay curious. Stay curious and and let's connect. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. at, the, at the one of the other distinguishing things about a conscious entrepreneur is the transactional business owner wants to operate independently. Right? They don't want to be tied down, whatever their, their story is about why they want to do things independently. In this conscious entrepreneur um, world, we believe in collaboration and cooperation. And that as much as my business grows to the extent that I do, my business also grows to the extent that I'm cooperating and collaborating with other people. This project is a perfect example of that. Um, it's... There's more to come. I, I don't want to. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet. But uh, <laughs> there is. There's more to come 
to this whole consciouspreneur community uh, that we want to invite you into and and to be help us develop this um because again it's it's not us doing this to you this is an invitation um these are the values that that we're operating from these are the outcomes that we want we want your business to grow we want you to succeed because your success means that you're changing the world Yes, absolutely. And we're going to bring in some incredible leading experts. Um, we're going to be bringing in some people to support this whole cause, some great leading experts in personal development, leadership, and business systems. And we're creating a community. That word is so key to this whole thing. It's a community of like-minded. That doesn't mean you're going to agree with everything, right, and everything that every expert says. But we're here to pour into that community and to bring others to join the community and pour into each other. Yes. Yeah. And you and I have, our backgrounds um, have prepared us for this. Um, And, you know, again, this whole sense of divine uh, intervention, like there's, it's not, it's not a coincidence. It's not an accident that you and I are, have, have, we met, you know, maybe three years ago now. Uh, We've grown together. We've learned together. And now we are committing to this. um, We've cried together. We've cried together. Absolutely. (laughs) And growth has come out of all of that. Um, And so So I, I know that I wouldn't be the coach that I am today, Monica, if you had not been on this path with me. I would not have been able to stay in that mindset where I believe in myself and I believe in what I do if you had not been in my circle. And I'm going to get a little emotional about that. (laughs) Same. Yeah. Same, Mary. I think we both would have jumped ship um, from the location where we met because it was was a struggle. But what a blessing in the end, right? Looking at it, now the hair on my arms is standing up. Absolutely. Everything I believe, you know, the universe, God knew that we'd be here at this moment and every step in our paths has led to this. And just like everybody else, right? We look at the bad points in life and, and we can be in the moment go, you know, just feel like a victim. But if you keep that mindset that this, how could this be happening for me? That's a tough question, friends, right? How could this be happening for me? When you're in the midst of the shit storm, to ask that question is very, very hard. But I'm telling you, if you can shift your mindset and look at how it could be happening for you, it's preparing you. It's preparing you for incredible things. And uh, we can't wait to see how this impacts everybody's journey. I love that topic of how is life happening? Is, is life Good happening stuff, to me or is life happening for me? I, I Maybe we'll have a whole conversation yeah. just about that mindset in particular. That I would say has been one of the core mindset pieces that helps me shift and, and, and stay centered yeah. on where I am because things don't go the way that I want to all of the time. Um, it does a lot more, much more so now than, than in the past. But when it doesn't go my way, I don't have to fall apart and I don't have to say, Oh my gosh, like this is going to be it yeah. forever. Right. Cause I think that's the other thing I know that I, I, I tend to overgeneralize when I'm in a difficult situation, like this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life. <laughs> no, Mary, it's not. <laughs> You know, isn't that true? God, we could talk about this for hours, so we won't go too deep. Yeah. 
So we'll we'll definitely get into that um, on another conversation. We can talk so much about that. I know. So let's close though, Monica. Tell them what we're offering now. So we've got several things coming down the pipe. Um, So do you want to tell them about the masterminds coming up? Yes. Go ahead. So you'll find the information in the links below. Yep. We'll find the information in the links below. We've got an incredible, mind-blowing mastermind that we've put together, and we cannot wait to have you guys join us for that. Um, And the dates, the links, everything will be in the link below. So that's one thing. Why don't you tell them about the next thing, Mary? So the masterminds are starting up in May. We have something else that we are, I just can't wait to say, uh, coming out, launching sometime in June. So stay tuned. In the meantime, we're still going to be here every week. We're going to be talking about these topics um, around the consciouspreneur um, and there's more. So in the meantime, keep keep listening to us. Um, give us ratings on this, uh, this podcast, help us share it because the more you rate and give us feedback, the better that we can be, um, subscribe to the YouTube channels, like it, you know, all of those things. You know, I, I used to hate to ask for that in the past. Uh, cause again, I felt like I was asking for nothing in return, but what we all get in return is that the community grows and the more this community grows, the more we can grow. So it's, it's not just asking for my own personal benefit or, or for our personal benefit. It's really asking for the benefit of the community to help us grow this community. And the easiest way you can do that is by liking, subscribing, and, and leaving yeah. comments for us. Share the movement. And whenever you share this with people, you're making a difference. Exactly. So our immediate... Um, Offer for you at this point, again, and in the conversation, excuse me, in the description, as Monica had said, the mastermind groups, the full explanation of what it is. It's not just once a month. It's, it's fantastic. So check it out. Um, if that resonates with you, I hope to see you um, in these uh, meetings that we are starting up in May. And we will be reaching out to you and connecting with you personally um, as you come on, because this is going to be a community of people who know one another, not people uh, that, that are strangers. Um, so that's what we're asking. And I'm really grateful that you are, you're sticking, you're here with us on this journey and we're here to change the world and make it a better place. Thank you, Monica, yeah. for being along with me. Excited friends, join the movement. Thank you so much, Mary, for, for inviting me because this is going to be one incredible journey. Thanks for listening. We're not just a podcast. We're a community. So before you go, We invite you to join the Consciouspreneur Mastermind community. We are a powerful movement of high-achieving, impact-focused entrepreneurs who are leading the charge, making the world a better place through business. We offer a comprehensive suite of tools, techniques, support, and direction, all rolled up into a community-driven, inspirational launch pad. We will nudge you out of your comfort zone and into your genius zone so that you can lead your business with clarity and focus. If you're looking for a community of like-minded and like-spirited people who support your personal development and business growth, well, you found the right place. Plus, we have a lot of fun. After all, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. Remember, we're all in this together. Check out the link in the details in the description below and help our community grow by liking, subscribing, and sharing the content. We look forward to having you join us next week. Until then.